you're the very air that I breathe. In you, God, I live, I move, and have my being. You're all, you're everything, Jesus. You're all, you're everything, God. When I was lost, you found me. When I was blind, you made me see, God. See, you're the one for me. 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 Say, you're the one.
Lord, we bless you, Jesus. You are the reason I live. You're the one for me. You're just the very one for me. Help me sing, come sing, yes. You're the very air. In you, God, I live, I move, and have my brain. You're all, you're everything, Jesus. You're all, you're everything, God. And when I was lost, you found me. When I was blind, you made me see, God. See, you're the one for me. 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 Say, You're the one for me. You're the one for me. You're the one for me.
declare all over again, Jesus, you're the very one for me, Lord. And I'll stay close, Lord, all my days. I'll stay close, all my days. I'll stay close, all my days. You're the very one for me. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus, don't you just everything to us? You're our master, you're a savior. Everything that we are, you are Jesus. We just want to say that we love you, God. And you're the reason that we love. We bless you, Jesus. Hey, you're the reason I live. You're the one for me You're just the very one for me You are the reason I live You're the one for me, God You're the one for me Help me sing, come sing You are the You're the very air In you, God, I live I move and have my being You're all, you're everything, Jesus You're all, you're everything, God And when I was lost, you found me When I was blind, you made me see, God See, you're the one for me You're the one for me You're the one for me you're the one for me, say You're the one for me You're the one for me 
Because I'm late. Good afternoon. Today, hmm, very busy day for me. It's good to be back. Um, today we are going to spend some quality time and. The partners, I asked Carol to make a post on the on their page. Uh, God willing, I'm ready right after the session. I'll be calling those on the list, and I'll be telling them the mind of God concerning 2022. Sorry for being late. I was held up in prayer. I was just held up in prayer, so. 
Um, let me quickly answer the question. I saw one of our brothers post yesterday. And from there, we will just move to what the Lord God has for us today. Today, I'm going to teach you uh, uh, I'm going to teach you to enjoy this, today's service. You will really enjoy it. Uh, this morning, I was in the presence of the Lord. One of the things the Lord told me was just to be focused and walk on my own path. I shouldn't be bothered too much about the path of the path of others. Somebody asked yesterday about this issue with the gay these issues with the same-sex marriage and things, that one way or the other is an abolition to God. The person was asking if indeed these things are abomination to God. How come our brothers and sisters at the other side, those in Europe, are really making it? If you know somebody in America, please tell them that they should really put their house in order. Based on around uh, around 1.45 a.m., the Lord God took my spirit to America and I saw the land turning to a desert. I saw the land turning into a, a desert. Then I traced the source. And I realized that the enemy is going to use a woman. I suspect the vice president to create a lot of hardships for America. So if you know somebody, a family member, or if somebody says in America, please start putting your house in order. Difficult moments lie ahead. When I asked God about that same question, What the Lord God told me was that he punishes people, he punishes nations based, based on a certain grace period he had given to them. There is something we call the cup of iniquity. And it is a cup that recalls and keeps the iniquities of nations. And when the cup is full, that is when the judgment of God is manifested. Now, local parlance, at times we keep on saying, oh, I'll ask for this tip that his 
his or her cap out of this one and the person's cap is what full i know most of you one way or the other have heard somebody using that phrase or one way or the other maybe you yourself you've even made mention or you've even used that phrase today we'll use some scriptures so uh, i'll better just write the scriptures on the page then later they go and refer because there are a lot of things i want us to do within the uh, one and a half hours ahead when you read genesis chapter 15 verse 16 god spoke about the amorite and one of the things the lord god spoke about them was that their cup of iniquity when you read genesis chapter 15 15 the people of god were admonishing god to punish the amorites for certain abominations that they have done against god and in the verse 16 god was just trying to let his people understand that there is a certain cup of iniquities for the amorites and because the cup is not full the judgment of the amorites are not up for those practicing things that are an abomination to God, the mere fact their punishment or their judgment has delayed does not mean it will not manifest. It has delayed because there is a certain corresponding cup that records iniquity. I never said a cup that records sins because to God, there is difference between a sin and iniquity. I made you aware the other day when a sin becomes consistent it graduates from a sin to become an iniquity and what somebody uh, somebody should mute uh, that lady is it true well so what becomes an abomination to god is the iniquity but when it, when it comes to the cup of iniquities, from the word of God, there are four types of the cup of iniquity. Thank you, Holy Ghost. They will enjoy today's session. Let me bring what that's more. Four types of cup of iniquity. So whoever is, just take uh, the nose. Don't forget, there are four cups. One is the cosmic cup. And that one can be found in uh, Daniel chapter 8, verse 23. It's a cup for nations. The cosmic cup is the cup for the entire universe. So remember that in Genesis chapter 6, when the sons of men came, they married the people, it got to a time God said, iniquity had what? Had destroyed the earth. And he, the Lord God, has even what? Regretted creating man. And the Bible says, God destroyed the earth with water. 
Why did God destroy the whole world with water? God did that because the cosmic cup of iniquities of the nations of the world was full. And when the, the cup of iniquity is full, automatically the judgment of God is released. The second cup is what we call the national cup of iniquity. So a nation like Ghana has its own cup of iniquity. A nation like Liberia, a nation like Kosovo, a nation like Zimbabwe, a nation like US, UK, there are a lot of nations in this in the world. Each nation has its own cup of iniquity. So when you read the Bible, God said the iniquities of Sodom and Gomorrah. God was dealing with what? He was talking about what? The iniquities of a nation had come to hear the Lord. So when you read Genesis, Genesis chapter 15, verse 16, it was specific. The iniquities of the Amorites, the iniquities of Sodom, the iniquities of Ghana had come before God. So anytime the judgment of God is released upon a nation, Anytime the judgment of God is released upon a region, then it means that the abomination or an iniquity of the people living in that enclave have come to God. And usually when the cup of that iniquity is full, automatically God releases his judgment. If you have any question, you can ask. The third cup of the iniquity is what I call the iniquity, the cup of the fathers, the cup of the fathers or generational iniquity. Good. And when you read Genesis, I think, chapter 23, verse 32 to 35, it talks about the iniquities of the fathers. The iniquities of the fathers. When you read Lamentation chapter 5, verse 7 going, the iniquities, the sins of the fathers had been transferred to the second, third, and even the fourth generation. So, you can suffer the fate of certain things your great-great-grandparents did. And the last one, is what the personal iniquity so we have the cosmic iniquity the iniquities of the whole world we have the national iniquity the iniquity of a country a region a village an enclave we have the generational iniquity and the last one is a personal iniquity so in the personal iniquity when you read first Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 16 it talks about the personal iniquity. So at times, and you realize that the story of, of Jacob, his friends and even his wife thought that it was his iniquities that has resulted in God releasing his judgment against him. Any question? Wait there, then let me go to what God has for us today.
any question. So, one may ask, one may oh, how come this girl has been committing a lot of sins? But indeed, if God punishes, how come God, how come God has not punished them? It is all because the person's cup of iniquity, it is not full. So those that are doing things that are, that is an abomination to God, relax. When their cup is full, I repeat, when the cup is full, you will see the judgment of God coming upon them. There are some families, because their cup of iniquity is full, the judgment of God has been released upon them. That is why they are suffering. So don't think as a parent, you took an advantage of somebody and you were able to acquire wealth. You are enjoying. The same way you hand over your wealth to your children, if there are certain iniquities, automatically it is also transferred to them and they will surely suffer for it. If there is, is there any question? If there is so, when you see that, oh, you are with somebody in the office, the person is committing a lot of blunders, doing wicked stuff. And if indeed there's a God, how come God is not punishing these people? Relax. They are God operates with what systems, protocols. Though God is God, but this same God is binded by his own rules. Their time is will come. Never think the wicked is progressing. Never think God is silent. Because to God, there is always a cup. A cup of iniquity. A cup for the world. A cup for nations. A cup for the fathers. And a cup for yourself. So my dear brothers and sisters, whatever you are doing, there is a certain cup of iniquity. And that cup is recording. That cup is gathering. Your deeds, those deeds, even done in secrecy. But when the day of reckoning comes, it is the cup of iniquity that will come and testify about your deeds. This cup of iniquity has a voice. By the grace of God, and by the by, by by the mercies of intercession, I have seen with my eyes this cup of iniquity. And when your cup of iniquity is full, this cup will release God's judgment upon people. This is my short presentation on the question. One of our own asked about the cup of iniquity. If there's any question you can ask, somebody also asks about the vows. Hey, come today, I'm drinking more water. I spent a lot of hours in prayer. So my... <laughs> My body is really stressed. That's why I'm drinking a lot of water today. So, um, one also asks 
a question on the vows on children. And if a vow was not done on him, on the children, if he can do that, yes. Vows on children, on a child, is very, very good. It's, it's a prophetic declaration that a parent enforces upon a child. So when you give a birth, you give birth. Ideally, per the principle of the firstborns, when you, your, your first child is a, a lady, a, a girl, it's a partial vow. If it is a, a male, then it is a complete vow. So let's say Dr. Seth has some beautiful girls. If a vow was placed upon the child, because the first child is a girl, it is a partial vow. But if the first child was a boy, after the vow had been made upon the child, there is no need for Dr. Seth to make a vow to go about the other children. Two, when it comes to vows on children, the best time to make a vow on a child is when the child is in the mother's womb. You remember the story of Rebecca when she had to inquire what was in her belly. Per God's own spiritual order, when it comes to vows on children, it is the woman that makes the vow, not the man. When a man makes a vow upon a child, spiritually, that vow is holy as compared to the vow made by the woman. So my pregnant ladies, don't forget to make a vow about your child. Baby, for adventure, you don't know the secret. And you are contemplating on what to do. It's still not late. You can make a vow. You can dedicate your... This is not what is done in the church. This is what a parent does. So let's say, oh, um, Amanda is pregnant. So Obed also wants to make a vow. On the child, it has to be a corporate vow. Obed and the wife decided to make a certain vow upon a child, but ideally, vows made by women on a child carries a lot of potency than vows made by men. Two or three. The vows can only be made upon a child birthed from the mother's womb. You cannot make a vow on somebody's child.
So it is only when the child belongs to the mother. That is when a parent or the mother can make a vow. Today, I'll also be giving some directions on this sensitive subject matter that I, I am about to teach. I was in the presence of the Lord this morning And the Lord God told me to teach about the history of birth. Thank you, Jesus. Most of the things that I'll be teaching you this afternoon as things God told me today, there are some I have never heard before. There were some, He gave me a deeper understanding into it. There is nothing new in this world. Whatever we are experiencing in this earth planet has already been in existence. But what is happening to this, our world, is a repackaging of things that used to be in existence. I can't remember those days. You have to use the stone. If you wanted to grind pepper and other things. Or you have to use a bottle, you are then later the blender came. Don't forget that in the old testament times, they today were grinding. Oil. So it is just a repackaging. The purpose of the new session is one to change your narratives about certain things in life. As a student of the Bible, I have come to a point in my life that there is no errors in the Bible. Everything in the Bible if the Lord God gives you understanding to read, you will know that whatever has been written in the word of God is something that had happened before, both in the physical realm 
engulfed the spiritual realm. Somewhere last week, I was watching CNN. And I realized that there is a new phenomenon. I think most of the medical people will know. And it is a phenomenon. Placentas are washed, cooked, and are eating. I repeat to I was watching CNN. There is a new phenomenon in our system. The placentas from the hospital are brought home. They are washed. Some is being used for kebab. I watched it with my eyes. It was a documentary. Some were even used the, uh, for, is it strawberry? They will add the strawberry into it. Then they will add some, I think, gel or something into the, the, to it. And they were drinking. And I realized that it is something that has started in some of these European countries. One doctor was interviewed and they said they call it, is it, I even wrote it somewhere. I'm coming. Where's my book? Placentophagy. Somebody should go and, and check. Placentophagy. P-L-A-C-E-N-T-O-P-H-A-G-Y. A new phenomenon. A study or an act of consuming the placentas of babies. I said that I said earlier that there's nothing new on this earth. This new phenomenon that I watched on, 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 oh, somebody has gotten it here. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. This new phenomenon that the doctors were talking about, this thing has been in existence from the Bible. And according to the doctors, when they take the placenta of the babies, it will help their mind when it comes to things that pertains to is it uh, uh, after the monopause when you enter into your early state when you eat 
or you drink the placenta of animals and especially human beings it it helps the brain it helps the mind when it comes to things that pertains to old age this thing did not start today that's why i said say there's no contradictions in the bible it's based on the revelation and how you understand the scriptures i'll better write on the page if somebody uh, if somebody is available uh, deuteronomy chapter 28 Deuteronomy chapter 28. Read the 52 first. Write the 52. Then later, the 57. The 57, I'll prefer, prefer the message Bible. Deuteronomy chapter 28. So this new phenomenon of people eating the placenta did not start now. But it was something that has been in existence from generations good and just as the deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 57 the message bible let me get this scripture 28 verse 57 the message bible Good. Chapter 28. Message Bible, right? Good. Verse, 50, verse 57. Oh, good. Uh -huh. The after birth from your womb and the children she bears, for in her dire need she intends to eat them secretly because of the suffering your enemy will inflict on you during the siege of your cities. Good, I'm Amen. coming. When you read the Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 52, the Bible makes us understand the enemy had laid siege upon the people. So there was a lot of suffering. There were a lot of sufferings. There were a lot of sufferings on the land. So when you read the 50, 50, 57, it says the women, the women among the people decided even in the secrecy that they were going to what? Eat. Not only the baby so, but things, oh, the scripture that has been, uh, whoever projected that on the page on the app can you uh, please maybe um uh, okay maybe it's trying to get the scripture maybe it's trying to get the scripture good uh, okay good that okay that's the 52 uh, the 50 57 it spoke about things that is done in secrecy so the placenta the things that pertains to our bellies when people are in a certain state of suffering people will be forced when there's a certain desire for food 
when there is a certain desire for power, man might be forced to do certain things. So the Deuteronomy chapter 52, there was hunger upon the land. Then the 57, even the women decided that they were going to what? Eat certain things in secrecy. What were they going to use secretly? It was what? Things that had to do with the placenta. This after I'm going to reveal a certain mystery about things that pertains to the womb, things that pertains to a pregnant woman, things in the womb of a pregnant woman. So when you read the second Kings chapter 6, verse 25 to 27, also there was famine on the land. And two women decided that they were going to eat, kill their, their children, and they were going to what, eat. So after they had killed one baby, enjoyed, the other mother decided that she was not going to what, bring, she was not going to what, bring her baby to be what, slaughtered. What happened? In Second Kings chapter 6, 27 to 28, it's not something that happened just on the physical realm. It is an event that had happened in the realms of the spirit. When you read the King James Version of the, uh, the 57, it says there are certain things that is done secretly. They eat, they let see things from your womb. It is done secretly. So when the Bible talks about these things, that the Bible already is added, it's talking about things that pertains to the placenta. That somebody is able to get the placenta of a child. Just as in our normal, a normal phenomenon, people are eating the placenta. The same thing is also happening spiritually. So when it comes to placenta, an activity of witchcraft, a desire of man. So when man is in need of something, man can be forced to use a placenta. Two, when, so in the scriptures that we read, we realize that it was poverty. It was hunger that forced the people to you to kill babies and eat. When you talk about witchcraft, places where witchcraft manipulation is so strong are places where there is a high level of poverty. Even among family families, families that are very poor, the probability that they will practice that act of witchery is higher than families that are okay. Don't forget the scripture that it was harder that forced the people to do what to eat the babies eat the placenta 
of the babies. So when you know you know that you are, you come from a, a country that is poor, if you know that you come from a family, a region, that poverty is at a certain high level. If you know that you come from a clan, a lineage, where poverty reigns, know that the level of witchcraft operations, the level of witchcraft activities is very high. So why do they, what is, what is so unique about the placenta? What is so unique about the components of the womb of a pregnant woman? Let me tell you one secret about life. It's a mystery. Those into high level occultism. Those into high level spiritualism. Those whose businesses expand. Oh, this one is happening to a lot of companies. High level occultic people. What they use to expand their operations, their businesses, is the placenta. If you know a politician who is into the operations of a political party with regards to elections, they will tell you, and we all know that you usually during elections, pregnant we hear a lot of things about pregnant women because anything that has to do with power anything that has to do with expansion anything that has to do with control dominion the key component in the realms of the spirit is what the placenta and these things did not start today somebody should read amos chapter 1 verse 13. amos chapter 1 verse 13 the message bible amos chapter 1 verse 13. anytime man wants to expand beyond his borders there is something man uses amos chapter 1 verse 13. i said earlier whatever is happening in our world it is not new it has been in existence from day one. From day one. The activities of these occultic people, the activities of oh, somebody should mute. Somebody should mute. The activities of those seeking blood money did not start now. When you re read Amos chapter one verse thirteen, God was talking about a family a family and god said he was not going to forgive them the reason why god was not going to forgive them of their sins is because they ripped up the women with a child the amorites were able to expand i read that said the lord for three transgressions of the children of Ammon, and for four 
I will not turn away the punishment thereof. So God was saying that, oh, upon all the transgressions of the people of Ammon, I, the Lord, I can forgive. But the fourth one that they did, I, the Lord, I cannot forgive. And what is the fourth thing that they did? They ripped up the women, they ripped up the pregnant women. And what was the intent, what was the purpose of ripping up the pregnant women? For expansion. For expansion. So the people of Ammon, they understood a certain spiritual mystery. And that spiritual mystery was that if you want to expand, what you have to do, is it when you read it, the Bible, the, 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 that scripture, he did not say that he killed, they sacrificed the pregnant woman. He says, right, he ripped open the pregnant woman. So the focus was it was not the personality of the woman that the Amorites were after. They were after certain components within the belly of the woman. And this component was key when it comes to the expansion. I know today Dr. Seth is online. Dr. Seth is a gynae. After today's session, I know most of you will be very careful and you spend a lot of time in prayer, even when it comes to choosing hospitals. From that scripture in Amos chapter 1, verse 13, now a spiritual rule has been established that if you want to expand, then you have to rip off a woman, a pregnant woman, and take the components and take the things in the womb of the woman to expand. That is why in election time, that is why those into this blood money, they will always tell them, go and bring a pregnant woman. Go and bring something of a pregnant person. Then we will choose it for you. So it is a spiritual law. So if somebody like, um, who is even online, Obed wants to expand, if Obed wants to get more money, Obed will consult a spiritualist. And the spiritualist will tell Obed, for what you want, the key is what? A component of a pregnant woman. And that is to, to this afternoon, what I am coming to teach. When it comes to the component of a pregnant woman, ideally three things come to mind. Thank you, Holy Spirit. At least we know, most of us know about the placenta, right? The other component of a pregnant woman is the amniotic fluid or sac. And the last component of the pregnant woman is the umbilical cord. This word, eh? It is mysterious. Don't forget what the Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 57, the message Bible said. It says, 
a lot of things are done in secrecy. You will see that a lot of people are progressing. But you might not have an idea that beneath that progression, there is a certain altar that is feeding the progression. I have just three questions for most people. I want you to ask your parents, mothers, I want you to ask yourself, what happened to your ambiotic sac when you were in labor? What became of your placenta? What did you do with that umbilical cord? What rites were performed for that child? Have done these teachings in a different context about what to do when you are about delivering. The reason why most destinies had been destroyed is all because of things that happens. Catch me, Hosea chapter 9, verse 11. Hosea chapter 9, verse 11. He spoke about Ephraim. He says, The glory shall fly away like a bird from birth and from the womb and from the conception. Hosea chapter 9, verse 11. So from that scripture, God was revealing a certain mystery to us. And the mystery was in three categories. One, once glory can be lost from the birth. Two, from the womb. Three, join the conception. I have thought about the conception before. Today, I am focusing on what happens during delivery. Ah, you remember that day when your wife called you? You remember that day when you called your husband that your water had broken. You remember that day when you were in that hospital and you told the midwife that the water, your water had broken. People of God, may I ask, that fluid from that ambiotic fluid Do you know the spiritual uses of that fruit? Most of the things I'm teaching today are the things the Lord God took. This one, God took my spirit to a hospital. And somebody was delivering. And this ancient angel of the Lord began to teach me the things I am teaching you today. So ideally, you go to the hospital, the person's water had broken. 
Then we use tissue to clean. May I ask, what do they use those squatting for? If you are not lucky and you go and give birth at a hospital, oh Lord Jesus, you see, that scripture I said earlier that the women were eating the placenta. The placenta, so let's say a mother. A mother is a witch. The mother had given birth. The mother can leave the placenta with the hospital. But spiritually, the mother can go for the placenta and, and take it to their COVID. Two. Two. Somebody can physically take somebody's placenta and go and use it at a COVID against the person. I'm focusing on the flute. Oh, the person's water and protein. So that they will do the, 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 the calculation. Uh, 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 there should be some, some entry. Then the person will give birth. That flute. Do you know the spiritual use of that flute? Do you know that somebody's life, somebody's destiny, can be mortgaged with that flute. Me, I'm not a doctor. But we all know that within that amniotic sac, is the baby. So one could say the amniotic sac serves as a shield of the womb so it is something that shows the baby in the mother's womb so ideally when you pick a car you say that there are shock absorbers so when you are even on the rough road the shock absorber will help minimize the impact of the road so when a child is in the mother's womb I'm not a doctor. These are the things that I saw and the things that the angel was teaching me. These are what I am telling you people. The child will be in the mother's womb. And per adventure, the mother will fall. God knew that a time will come, maybe the mother can sleep. So ideally, the mother will sleep. The mother will do certain things. It might not affect the baby because there is a certain shield there is a certain protective cover upon the child. So that fluid, that water that breaks, serves as a protective element for the soul, for the destiny of the child in the mother's womb. Do you know that those that operate from the realm of occult or those into these demonic things, those who want to expand, there are some hospitals that people will go and gather the cutting that has been used. There are even nurses at the hospitals that are working with these evil agents. And what they do is they supply them with some of these things. 
There could be those that cleanse the hospital. When they come for these things, they will just go and sell it. Me, I'm a student of spirituality. Most of us, if you are not lucky and your fluid gets into the hand of an evil person, never forget the scripture we read in Amos chapter 1, verse 13. If someone wants to expand his business, when someone wants promotion, when someone wants influence, when somebody wants power, there are three components of a woman, a pregnant woman that is used. And these components is what I am teaching you. So what should have given the child protection is being used to protect someone, somebody's glory. It's being used to protect somebody's business. It's being used to protect somebody's financial empire. Oh, you are in labor. They clean. If they don't know what they use it for, you are done. The second thing the Bible spoke of was the placenta. And we all know that the placenta, so that Ambiotic fluid or the sac is the protective element of the baby. It, it is a place that enables the child to develop, to grow. When the child wants to stretch itself, the child does that within that compartment of the womb. So that it oh somebody's giving me um, um I'm having some feedback Benedicta 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 somebody should mute Benedicta good the second thing is a placenta and what does the placenta do for the body do you know that the placenta if Doctor said is online. Doctor said, give us more, more, more info about these things. So me, I'm not a doctor. These were the things God told me today. The placenta is the feeding system of the child, of the baby. The feeding system of the baby. So when the child will eat in the mother's room, everything has to operate through the placenta. And within the placenta, one of the things the Lord God told me, that there are, certain, there are certain compartments even within the placenta. There is one aspect of the placenta that takes a, a channel within the placenta that connects the child to the mother. So when the mother eats, the food, anything that enters into the body system of the mother and the child will need it, it will automatically flow from the mother to the child. Within that placenta compartment, there are certain rules, there are certain mechanisms that separate 
there is no substance within the womb of the mother. So if the mother had eaten something, and one way or the other, it will affect the child. There is a mechanism within, there is a mechanism, there is a mechanism, there is a mechanism within the placenta that neutralizes or separates poisonous stuff from the child. So when somebody wants to expand and the person is able to get the placenta of a child, don't forget, any child in the mother's womb carries comes with a certain blueprint, with a certain destiny. So when they are able to get it at that level, ah, what, what, what has been done? So all the glorious movements, all the glorious things the child should have come to do on earth, don't forget, the placenta is a feeding and provision system, channel. So all the glory of the child, so the child is on earth. The child is on earth. The child has to enjoy the fruits of this world. But the, little did the child know that everything that pertains to his glory, everything that pertains to his enjoyment on earth is being used by somebody. I have dealt with a lot of cases with people, even still dealing with cases of people, believing God for the fruit of the womb. But that aspect of that person is even not with the body system. That aspect of the person is with somebody that operates from the other kingdom. You see the wickedness of this world. Oh. And the last thing, or the last component of this structure is the umbilical cord. If Dr. Seth is online, Dr. Seth, you can give us a deeper meaning of these organs within the woman. Is the umbilical cord. And what the umbilical cord does, it is the portal That connects the placenta or the amniotic fluid. So if the amniotic sac or the placenta needs something to function, the link, the connection is the umbilical cord. I've been to hospitals, I've dealt with cases whereby, oh, a mother gave birth to a child, they have to give the child, they have to drain all the blood in the child. Doctor said, if Dr. said is online, he will attest to read that when they want to correct a disorder with the child, and they have to give the child fluids, or let's say blood, it is the umbilical cord that they use to give the child blood. So, when somebody is able to get these views, when somebody is able to get your placenta, when somebody is able to get your umbilical cord, everything that pertains to your destiny, everything that pertains to your fulfillment of God's assignment on earth has been destroyed. 
That is why the rich is getting becoming richer. And that is why the poor is suffering. If you are you work at a hospital and you are very close to some of these people who have access to some of these things, ask them, hey, when a woman's water breaks, the fluid. If you are able to get what am I even going to use? Let's say one tablespoonful of somebody's ambiotic fluid. You can sell it more than five thousand Ghana cities. Just one tablespoonful. Because anything that has to do with expansion. So you hear uh, spiritual money, occult money. All these people, what they have been using for their, to activate, to generate all their monies are these three components of birth. So the other day, God, through prophet Ezekiel, revealed a certain secret to man about childbirth. That when you, you, you they give birth to you and certain things are not done for you, go and read the scripture later. Ezekiel chapter 16, verse 4 and 5. Ezekiel chapter 16, verse 4 and 5. People of God, when it comes to prayer, I eat, I breathe, I sleep with prayer. But it is not everything that is prayer. It is not. If you anybody read, I think James chapter 5, verse 16, it says that endless prayer of a righteous person, a village man. Don't forget. Other verses is all. The consistent prayer of a righteous person. Underline the word righteous. Who is a righteous person? So when you go to the presence of God, so you are praying and you add the other aspect, which is the supplications to the prayer. At the end of the day, you get a complete thing. So when you read the Ezekiel chapter 16, verse 4 and 5, somebody can post it, the scripture. He gave us an idea of what to do. So ideally, Amanda is pregnant. Amanda, by now, I know, will be getting very ready. Uh, will be getting ready to go and deliver. Surely, whichever hospital she goes, they will give her a list of things she has to bring to the hospital. Abby, good. So your doctor or your midwife will give you a set of things you have to get before you come to the hospital. It's the same way spiritually. So when you read Ezekiel chapter 4, 16, 4 to 5, Ezekiel was giving us, you and I, a spiritual requirement when it comes to what? Delivery. If you want the destiny of your child, because as a man and a woman at the labor world, you might have, most of you, you, you didn't even know that the flus 
the amniotic fluid is also a commodity it's an expensive commodity in the spiritual world anything that has to do with expansion hey you can use oh human beings it will not come things that has to do with expansion these are the things that they use and it will come so what have they done or what did they do with your flus ask your mother what happened to your umbilical cord what did they do with your placenta ask your mother if before you were they gave the birth to you was ezekiel chapter 16 verse 4 to 5 fulfilled if these scriptures are not fulfilled then remember what was that chapter 9 verse 11 said what happened to Ephraim will happen to you most of us okay at least when when it, it comes to uh 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 delivery birth i can always use um uh, what's the name uh richard's uh, wife claire because i've been with them from day one to the end and when they delivered the child there were certain things i haven't even taught the group but at least i was always in communication with richard do this do that do this do that when you do that the soul of the child will become strong. Nobody can just take advantage. Even when spiritual beings seize that child, they are scared to even get closer. Most parents are so scared. When people come to see their children, but forgotten that at the hospital, if you are not lucky, and the nurse that is, uh, most of these nurses, some of them, they are not correct. It's not of God. Your child's destiny can even be mortgaged. So go and read that scripture. What did your mother do? That hospital that you go. Oh, very soon. I think some time ago, this issue came up. And very soon, because 2022 is a year of revelations. A lot of hospitals will be closed down. Most of these fertility centers, they are working with these aquatic groups. And some of these views are given to them. Ah, okay. Let's say hospital A. At least the doctor there. I know doctor said you go to the labor ward, Papa, they will do whatever they will do. Then they are done. They go, they go there. Uh, the nurses also do their own. The other people will come and uh, gather all these things and they will go and bury it. Let me tell you, people of God. Even where these things are bent, the ashes. The ashes from a delivery-related fluid spiritually has a lot of uses. For some of us, our talent is not low. Hosea chapter nine verse nine. It says, "You Ephraim, from your delivery, you lost your glory at your delivery." I have dealt with losing your glory at the conception I have dealt with losing your glory at the womb now i am focusing on using your glory at the delivery 
Oh, as for my hospital, it is a grade A hospital. There's nothing wrong with it. But some of these grade A hospitals, don't forget what the message Bible said. There is a certain desire in Deuteronomy chapter 28 57. There is a certain desire. These desires are done secretly. And what is done secretly? A desire for an expansion. And the desire for expansion, Amos 113 made us understand that the Amorites. God says, because of what they have done, he, the Lord, is not going to forgive them. And what did they do? They ripped open a pregnant woman and they took the components, the umbilical cord, the amniotic sac, and fuse, and the umbilical cord. People of God, in conclusion, before I, I show you what to do, the solution, most of you, your problems did not start now. That is why some people, right after delivery, the doctors have their own term they give to them, oh, uh, post-delivery, whatever, whatever, whatever. Then they, 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 they will begin to react strangely. How come it is common with some people, but others it is not? Those that become victims of these operations now are those that they use their maybe the fruits their blood to do something but for their children yeah it is their destiny it is their destiny even within tpn this year within this tpn this year that is one good thing about intercession you deal with a lot of cases even without telling the people that you've dealt with such cases this year tpn somebody went to labor and the hospital that the person went to deliver, the hospital, there's somebody within the hospital that is working with these groups. And unfortunately, they used the cotton and other things from this TPN member for other rituals. One day I was just there eating garret beans. Then God took my spirit. I was just eating. Before I realized, I was somewhere. And God said, look. He mentioned the person's name. Watch. This is what they are going to use it to do. So right now, if there are certain challenges in your life, and you are not finding the solution, you have done everything humanly possible. It could be that these three components of your birth had gotten into the hands of a wrong person. The same way the amniotic sac and fluid, the same way it has its uses, the same way the placenta has its uses, the same way the umbilical cord serves as a link. that helps a baby grow in the womb of their mother to delivery. So when they get these components, when they get the paraphernalia, when they get these tokens, a destiny can be destroyed. A 
and most of you don't know some of these things. Even your parents cry. Most of your body, your focus is not even there. You just go to the hospital, you deliver, you just go with your baby, your things, you go, Asa. But the question I'm asking you this afternoon, what did they do with these things? Some of us, the reason why we are struggling with our finances, oh, your, your finances guys with somebody, somebody had even used it and the person is, is succeeding. Those that are very closer to your mothers and your grandparents, ask them that those days, those times, how were our parents taking care of these components of birth? Your parents will tell you that these things were guarded i know some of them but they didn't even know that some of these things were even in, in the word of god these things were guarded if any of these components falls in the hands of a wrong person this is a Right now, one may ask, Apostle, what can be done? When you read the Ecclesiastes, Ezekiel chapter 16, verse 4 and 5, verse 6, the other verse 6, even to read, you realize that babies that were born. Without these rites performed for them, it is like they are being thrown into the desert. And if things are thrown into the desert, at least we all know the possible outcome. At least you are alive. But things that pertain to your glory has been thrown in the desert. Our mothers and fathers on the page. I know some of you, your grand grandparents spoke a lot to you. They told you a lot of things with regards to delivery. So you are in, you are outside the country. Ideally, their economies are better than what we have here. But when it comes to things that pertains to your life, things that pertains to your glory, you are in Ghana, you are in the desert, nothing is moving on in your life. You can attain whatever qualification there is in this world. But if some of this aspect of your life
has been tempered. Your life will be a life of opposites. That is why somebody who occupies a certain position, a lot of benefits will still be struggling. The reason why you are struggling is that there are certain things that pertain to your birth that is in the desert. There are certain things that pertain to your birth that is sprinkled in the camp of the wicked. Some of you might not know some of these components had fallen into the wrong hands. At times I ask myself, but if there's any place I would love to work, the hospital and the maternity. Because if you understand the mysteries of this world, and you are a little bit spiritually inclined. These agents of darkness will come and they will pay physical cash. And these things are not done openly. You will never know. These things are done secretly. This life that is not fair. Don't forget that because of a certain desire, some people were prepared to even kill their own. Children. The dispensation that we have gotten to your own wife, your own husband can be used against you. Somebody should just read, just uh, uh, if just get this person. Is it Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 47 to 53. Just read it later. Just, just get that scripture, that personal scripture. And when you read that scripture, you understand why. Wives are rising up against husbands and vice versa. You understand the extent of wickedness on this environment. I asked some questions, I will ask again. Francisca. 
ask your mother what happened to your amniotic fluid. You can ask yourself when you were in labor, when the nurses were using the cotton to clean you, what did they do with the cotton? Abra, what became of your placenta? Debbie, what rights were performed for your delivery? See, at times when I come to unravel some of the mysteries of the underworld, some of you might think that I am being too superstitious. This world is a spirit, it's a spiritual world. You don't know. I am not. I just want to. I just want you to understand that there is more to this life than what you know. I want you to understand the mere fact that you, 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 you don't know does not mean the thing is not there. Just imagine those of you in your office. Right now, there's a promotion letter. Fine. Yet to be delivered to you. Does it mean that a decision had, had not been taken? It says some of these things are done in secrecy. One of the greatest weapons of the enemy is the weapon of secrecy. That is why in most of their meetings, it is done in the night. I am not here to put fear into you. Because whether I put the fear into you or not, the thing it is there, it is working against you. I want you to be aware about what somebody can do against you. So that when you lift up your holy hands and you are crying out to God, do not be those cosmetic prayers. Somebody out there on a certain mission of expansion is ripping the womb of a pregnant woman all because of a certain desire. Somebody out there secretly is buying these things from hospitals. Ah, if I may ask, this hospital is quite, how did they even dispose their waste? One time I went to a lab facility.
And when they took the sample of my blood, now the God took my spirit from. The facility to what they use a leftover blast for. Then I asked the lady that what do they use their leftover blast for? He says they, they dispose it. I said, No, I'm not doing that again. Give me my blood. I am going. I pay for it. I am not doing it again. The lady was shocked. There is wickedness in this world, though. The rich are getting richer. And if you want to get into the top, there is a way. And the way is to inflict pain on somebody. So that a certain desire, a certain expectation. Ask yourself, in spite of all your, your schooling, even if you're able to save 2,000 Ghana cities for 20 years of your life, it's an assumption, no. Just imagine what you are going to use that money for. Right now, people that you, you like, you see them, oh, this man is a, a, a multi-billionaire. If you come English, but they cannot speak. Where did they get their wealth from? How are they able to expand? And the, the, the most painful aspect, some of our these pastors, that are seeking glory have also started using these components to expand their churches. They are using these components to get members. All because of a certain desire. I am the general overseer of ABC ministry. My, I have this, I have that. Now that is happening. So you are suffering, you will suffer sad to the end that you die. Your child will come, your child will suffer sad, your child will also die. Do you know why? The mysteries of this world, they are hidden. Uh, uh, uh. the mysteries of this world they are hidden so that, that the rich they see that the rich will pick one child and introduce him to the mystery that is why you don't just have to sleep if you want to turn things around in your life The other day, Jeremiah told the king, you've been quiet for too long. Can't you see that you are suffering? Empire Ben Aumboye, 
fast and bend on one How come the glory is not being manifested? And when Bible, the Bible talks about glory, glory comes in, in, in so many forms. We all know that Abraham was glorious in cattle and other things. Some of you, that glorious thing you are believing for could be money, could be a job, could be the fruit of the womb. But Hosea chapter 9, verse 11. Somebody had manipulated these systems for their advantage. Now, what can you do? It is not 205. Thank you, Jesus. What can you do? If pay adventure, some of these things, you have become a victim for some of these things. Please, if you know any pregnant woman, somebody who is going to give birth, Ezekiel chapter 16, verse 4 and 5. That things should be added. Add it. Add it. Take it to the, to the hospital. Take it to the hospital. Take it to the hospital. Should I even give the solution out? Should I? Yeah. Yes, please. Yes, please. Die, die. Yes, please. Because you see, right now, no? recently one of you accused me that when I come, I don't. Hey, so I'm somebody assume you. <laughs> I don't preach and I don't teach the true gospel. Hey, girl, we power. I will show her that I am called by God. You can say so many things about me, I don't care. But things that is connected to my God, me, I have suffered though. Ask those who have been with me from day one. Sami, Paul, Tina, Pamumpo. Ah, I have forgotten them all. Adwa, Steph, Michelle, Kwamukra. Ha. They mind calling. Oh, I'm not even bothered by them. Me. I'm not. And this person, if you ask her this morning, when the Lord God opened her, she's even suffering more than anybody. Most of the things I do, I do it based on instructions. But I'm going to give you people the solution. Afraid is on my. I am a young Kamekwama consultancy. You come and see me. I can't tell you any books. 
Akwanchebia and in the book. This is what you can do. Thank you, Jesus. I've told you that anything that has to do with the destiny, you are supposed to use a warm oil. If you have precursor, you can put the precursor in the oil. It is somebody that you know that got access to these components of your life. That's all, your olive oil. Warm it a little, warm the oil. So ideally you can use leave the oil outside, expose it to the sun. If you have precursor, just put cut some of the precursor into the oil. Excellent. Two pray to God that whatever has been done. Any form of manipulation, whatever has been done by the enemy against your destiny, never forget Hosea chapter 9, verse 11. You are by the covenant of this direction. Physically, your placenta, your umbilical cord. Your ambiotic sac has been disposed of somewhere. But spiritually, there is still a linkage. So you have to break that linkage. The second thing you have to do, get salt. The local salt. And consecrate the salt. And make declare this declaration upon this salt. The Bible says we are what? The salt of this earth. And we are also the light of this world. By the covenant of the salt in your hands, you establish the word of God upon your life. Mekra, yeah, you mention your day of birth. Mekra, I declare in the name of Jesus by the covenant of this salt that I am the salt of this earth and I am the light of this earth. I therefore establish and enforce this word upon my destiny. When your tongues are something and you cannot just go and open your lips and no, you must prepare your soul. You must enter into a certain realm of consecration. Ideally, you can bath with salt that day. If you know you there, you are into Abi, you know that. that. And when words are released at a certain depth of spirituality, 
it carries power. And right after that, you have the salt in your right hand. You have made these declarations. You are going to pour some of the salt in your left hand. I taught you about the left palm. That anything that pertains to our destiny, anything that pertains to our blueprint, are hidden in our left palm. So if I want to know everything about your life, just by looking into your left palm, it will give me access. Thank you, Jesus. So with the salt in your left palm, there is something about God. Eh? When you talk about Him small, uh, then atmosphere changes. Uh, the atmosphere changes. Oh, Jesus. So you have a salt in your left palm. Pray to God and declare, talk to your God and declare that concerning things of your afterbirth. That anything that was done in the past, that is supposed to limit your presence and the future, by the covenant of this sort, As you cast the salt behind you, you resolve all these matters that pertain to your afterbirth in the name of Jesus Christ. So the first thing you do, you get your olive oil with precursor. If you don't have precursor, no problem. But if you have the precursor, you're excellent. But make sure the oil is warm. You apply some of the oil on your belly button. And you declare and disconnect yourself that whoever had access to these three openness of your afterbirth, wherever your placenta is, wherever your amniotic sac is, ah, some of you are believing God for the fruit of the womb, but that sack has been mortgaged, it has been destroyed. Oh, be ready. After you have disconnected yourself, you make the sole declaration that so you are the salt of that. So, as long as you are the salt, you should be flavorable, you should be sweet, you should be. A person whose destiny is of value. Mm. 
then you pour some of the salt, the salt into your left palm. Then you declare in the name of Jesus Christ that every satanic manipulation of your afterbirth that has placed a certain limitation of your now and your future by the covenant of this salt as salt is cast away in the name of jesus i resolve every matter that pertains to my afterbirth in the name of jesus christ ah. after you are done with this prayer Assault in your left arm. Cast it behind you. Assault. The other remaining salt. You will use it to bath. Don't forget. You are repeating this direction for seven days. Uh, why seven days? Whatever was done to your placenta, whatever was done to these components, of your afterbirth was done in one of the seven days. Within these seven days, I beg you, my wedding break. Within these seven days, my wedding break. One thing I thank God for my ministry. Last time I was talking to Paul, I shared something with Paul, then later Paul called. This is also, I've been thinking about something. I said, Paul, what? Do you know that God really loves you? <laughs> I suddenly laughed. So somebody can just sit and think about me. Then later pick your phone and tell them, do you know God really loves me? <laughs> I know God loves me. I mean, I know. And God's love is not a pretentious love. It's a genuine love. And if God knows that he can rely on you, he can trust you. He will make certain revelations available to you. But whatever God tells me, it is for the people that God has given to me. My focus is not, oh, ah, oh, my birthday, Grandka, I will not celebrate it in Ghana. Can we compare this? American countries cry to celebrate my birthday. Ah, they are celebrating my birthday in Ghana. No, no, no. So within that seven days, let me tell you what happened. 
was after the Lord gave me the instruction. He gave me the grace to go ahead of the seven days. And within the seven days, this is what will happen. And based on what will happen, I'm going to give you two directions on what to do. Based on what will happen. Direction one. I repeat. What they use, these components of your body resulted in sickness. That is why you are always sick. My wonderful ladies, most of your reproductive issues is as a, as a result of these afterbirth manipulations. Let me continue. So you repeat the direction for seven days. It can be done either in the morning. It can be done either in the afternoon. It can be done either in the evening. Choose a day, a time that will be convenient to you. But if you ask me, I will advise the best time to do it, hey, everyone is just, <laughs> the best time to do it the best time to do it if you really want to get results. Personally, when I am going to do this direction, I'll do mine at 3 a.m. One of these days, I'll teach you about the mystery or the need for God's people to pray at 3 a.m. One of these days, maybe I'll teach. You can do this also early in the morning. Early morning when you have not eaten pepper. Or you can also do it in the evening. Ideally, in the afternoon, it is not conducive to do some of these spiritual directions. Now, let me tell you what will happen within the seven days. Whilst you are having this, you are undertaking this direction, this is what will happen. Some of you, God will give you access to your roots. This direction that you are going to do, you will dream and you go back to where your mother was at the labor ward and you were begin you have been giving birth to. You will dream and you go to places where your placenta or some of these components are kept. God is going to take some of you there. God is going to take you there. Two things will happen. When God takes your spirit there, yesterday I was thinking something about. Hey, today can I do this prophetic course? Hmm, Karo, I told you something yesterday, and I know most of you didn't pay attention to it. I made you aware that on your date of birth, the soul leaves the body and the spirit and the soul goes to 
places that lies ahead of him, of, of the soul. Two, anything that belongs to the soul, that has not manifested physically. But one way or the other, it is in the soulish realm. Let's say a wish is, 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 is having something that belongs to you. The moment your soul leaves the body, your soul will go and wrestle with that entity. So a typical example. Um, Amanda is a witch. Amanda has taken something that belongs to Obed. Obed's birthday, the soul of Obed, because the body has not been able to act upon what belongs to the soul, and because the body is always putting pressure on the soul to manifest something the body needs, the soul itself will leave the body and the soul will attack, will confront Amanda, the witch, and take what belongs to it. So within these seven days, this is what is going to happen to you. Some of you are going to have, have dreams. And in the dreams, God is going to take you back to your roots. And after God has taken you back to your roots, one other thing God is going to do is that some of you, you are going to fight. You are going to fight with people to release onto you things that be belongs to you. So let's let me use who should I use? I will use uh, Mousy. I'll use Mousy. So Mousy had undertake this direction. Mousy dreamt, and she had gone back to her place of birth. And Mousy had seen an ankle. And Mousy had realized that there is something that belonged to her that is with the ankle. And Mousy tried to fight with the ankle. And because spiritually, the ankle is higher than Mousy, the ankle really disciplined Mousy very well. And Mousy wake up from her dream, screaming, Jesus, sweating, even the air condition, Jesus, Jesus. Since Mousy is a bit deeper member, oh, Mousy will pick her water, provide it and drink the water. I find hey, but then she'll go back to bed. What can one do when you have a bad dream? I'm going to teach you something. There are a lot of things at times I wish I can teach you people. Oh, hmm. it's well. It's well. It's well. So this is what you will do. That after you have taken this direction, this direction will give you, will grant the soul to go and wrestle with whatever has been done against you. So some of you have dreams you are fighting with people. Some of you have dreams that when you fought with a person, you won. You won the battle. I won. Some of you have dreams that when you fought with the people, you were beaten mercilessly. So I am also going to give you a direction to do. So per adventure, when you undertake this spiritual exercise and you have a bad dream, what can one do to remedy the situation? And what can one also do to remedy the situation? If you had a good dream, how can you enforce your dream? Because this time, 
the soul is on a certain mission. Uh, the soul is on a, a certain mission. And please let me tell you the truth. If it will be very possible. There is nothing wrong with intimacy. There is nothing wrong with it. There are two schools of thoughts about some of these things. But if your partner, your wife or your husband is a believer, talk to your partner. Let there be an understanding that within that seven days of consecration, there wouldn't be any intimate moment. If you are able to deny yourself from intimacy and you undertake this assignment, the potency of your direction, the potency of the resource will be higher and more effective than somebody who was intimate with a legal partner as for you committing illegality i don't even want to hear about you as for you there you're on your own so within this moment somebody like amanda and Obed, i know they are believers so the two of them can agree that we are going to undertake this spiritual exercise we want to know the reason why certain things are happening in our life. So we are abstaining ourselves from intimacy. But it is not all the men that when you go and tell them this, they will agree. So if they don't agree, don't worry. Don't think that your husband is Seeking your downfall, you can still undertake this assignment and still be intimate with your legal partner. But as I said earlier, it wouldn't be very, very effective. But if you still want to undertake this assignment and be intimate with your partner, after that act of intimacy, Go and bath with salt water. You'll see some 51, 1 to 3. If you're able to do that, then it means that you've been able to beg yourself and go and undertake the instruction. I repeat, oh, if I will get no action, then, but if you know it will not be possible, Right after that intimate act, make sure you use salt water to bath. Two things will happen. When you have a dream and the dream is a bad dream, you saw that somebody had taken something that belongs to you. And you try to take that thing from the person and unfortunately you were beating mercilessly. This is what you will do. I'm going to teach you some one of my secrets on how to deal with bad dreams. 
Hey, you think it is everything that I teach you people? <laughs> Today I'm going to review one to you. If you see, usually we have bad dreams because we are asleep. Okay. So when you wake up from the dream, you wake up from bed. Ideally, that day you go to the washroom and prepare for the day's activity, right? There is a certain mystery about nakedness. Uh, there is a certain mystery at nakedness. Maybe one day I'll come and teach about the mystery of the bathroom. Now I'll be, why don't I even do that tomorrow? I have to ask God first. The mystery of the bathroom. If you have access to your your, your fat, your great great grandparents, they always tell us that oh, when you are in the bathroom, don't sink. And the explanation they gave us was that because of uh, the foam, my just no no no, there's more to it. So when you have a bad dream, and that day you are going to bath, you are in your you are in your bathroom, you are going to bath. This is what you can do in that state of nakedness. You have ever the highest form of a spirituality of a man. When man does not need to do any invocation, when man does not need to call upon any god, it's when man is naked. Ah, sometimes of you when you watch these movies. When they're initiating, initiating people in the highest realm of it, at times they make sure they are naked. Those into saints, oh, go to a cemetery, go naked. There is a certain mystery about being naked. So when you know you are here, you've had a bad dream before. That morning, don't go and bath with somebody in the bathroom, go and bath alone. When you are alone, when you are alone, naked, talk to your God. Disallow that dream, and the easiest way to do it, if it is a bad dream, see, I am teaching a general bad dream. Then later I will I will restrict it to this direction bad dream. If it is a general bad dream, this is what you have to do: just get salt in your hand, go pray, tell God that by the covenant of salt you are disallowing the bad dream. Ask. You pour this bad dream into the WC as you flash. Everything that pertains to the negativity, you are flashing it from your life. Ah, how did Agrada defeated Ousu Bempa? This is what he did. He got Ousu Bempa's picture. A picture Ousu Bempa himself gave it to her. An exchange. And she put the picture in the WC. And the other thing she did on the picture, and I cannot say it. That brought the end, the disgrace. Hey, there are things spiritual you. So you pour the salt. Like, yeah, your back, like this, into the WC. The salt can be maybe three, four, five pieces of salt and you just pour it 
take your time and just pour it slowly so that the source will enter into the WC. Then you flash it. Before you flash it, you have to cover it. Don't, your physical eye might, must not see what you have put in the WC. And you close it and you flash it. Anytime you wake up and you have a bad dream, the best time to, to disallow the bad dream this has been my secret for more than 30 years. Yeah. This video, if my friend Tina watches the video, she says, hey, apostles, we have this thing I've been hiding. Sure, we take, people take everything that we teach. Yeah. So I will come and tell you, oh, use the design light to work. But if you want to deal with the roots of the bathroom, go to the washroom, go naked. Because usually when you wake up from bed, by all means you go and bath. So when you are bathing, you take advantage of that and deal with it. But with regards to this direction, with regards to this direction, with regards to this direction, when you dream that your soul went to a place, and the soul was not able to take whatever it went there to do. You still go to the bathroom. You pray over the salt. And you disallow the dream. But this time, you will not throw the salt like this into the WC. So you are going to do it sideways. So like your sideways, either way, your sideways, then you put the salt into the WC. Then you flash it. When you are able to do that, God will grant you access again to dream. And this time you are going to defeat the person. This time you are going to defeat the person. This time, victory will be yours. Good. One may ask, what about a good dream? So, you dreamt. Somebody like Susie dreamt. And Susie was able to go to her roots and Susie realized that there were a lot of things that belongs to, there were a lot of things that belongs to her. There were a lot of things that belongs to her. There were a lot of things that belongs to her. There were a lot of things that belongs to her. That was hidden in a, a room. Susie went there. She was able to gather everything that belonged to her. She woke up. Some of you will dream. Some of you will dream. And you have a very good dream. You wake up and you establish it. That is, you wonder, what can you do? How can I even raise an altar about a good dream? You see, I'm just giving these things to you. I don't know why God wants me to teach you this. This is also what you can do. 
and I am Paul. All the time. Good morning. I have a prophetic session too. And I am Paul. My am Paul. Okay. The good dream will be in tomorrow. So we will have the session tomorrow too. Uh, we'll have the session tomorrow too. Uh, it is only next week. I think only next week, next week, Tuesday. Even next week, Tuesday, we can even have the session. Uh, okay, maybe have the session on next week, Tuesday. Okay, we'll have the session next week, Tuesday. So, if you have a question, you can ask the questions. I will take it, and God will in tomorrow. I will continue what to do if you have a good dream. I also have a question, but it's not related to um, today's lesson, but uh, it's something I saw this morning and I wanted to ask you. Okay. So, on my way to work, I saw that somebody had left um, a new bucket on a plantain leaf at a four junction close to my office. So I know that somebody has gone to do some direction and has left it. But the uh, thing is such that if there are two cars on the road, definitely one car will have to either pass on the plane or remove the bucket from the road or something. So I was just asking, what happens to the person who goes to touch this thing? We will try. I've invested a lot in you people. Oh. Don't make me sad. Oh. Who is going to try? If nobody is going to try there, young boy, make a comment So, Abra, I will answer your question. Eh? I'm going to answer your question after the session. I'll give you a time you call me, and I will answer you. Since the other people are not prepared to answer, who is going to try? Who is going to try? Hey! Yay! My brave. Yay, 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 yay. And we are the judgment seat of God. And God says, TPM members will come and answer one question so that I will go to heaven now. Okay. I will answer your question in two ways. I was, a new I'm bucket. I'm typing. A new bucket. Is it a new bucket? And a, a plantain leaf. A plantain leaf. <laughs> and it looks like somebody has had a bath there. Hey, then it is the age. It is something that has to do with cleansing. When somebody baths on a plantain leaf, 
It means that the negative energy around the person is being absorbed by the plantain leaf. The reason why these things are done at the fourth junction is because there are four elements of the of this earth. There are four corners of this earth. There are four angels that stand at the four corners of this earth. The number four is a number of stability. The number four is a foundational number. So it means that whoever did that direction, indirectly, the person is just trying to say that every negative energy in his in his or her life. Anything that has to do with negativity, curses, challenges, problems, he or she is depositing it at the fourth dimension. So as she takes the bath there, automatically, all the spirit, because every fourth dimension, I've, I've taught you that every fourth dimension is a high level concentrated energy point. So ideally, you know. Okay, I'll answer it this way. If I have COVID, then I come and call for you. Won't you also get the COVID? So that thing is a negative thing. Anybody that touches it and does not cleanse itself is in danger. Even if your car hits it and you do not cleanse the car and yourself, that negative energy would, would, would come your way. I, 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 any follow-up question? No, so I'm, I'm, I'm watching, by all means, somebody will have to pick it from the road because it is uh, it is the middle of a road that two cars can't pass without somebody picking up the bucket. So I'm just wondering, whoever picks it up, are they picking up the problem that the person bathed away? That's what I want to understand. Of course, the ignorant people will not understand. The ignorant people will not understand. But some of us who are students of spirituality, understand some of these things. And for all, at least within eight hours, that negative energy will lose its efficacy. So the question is, what time was the direction performed? If it exceeds eight hours, it has lost its power. If not, if you touch it, a summer back. One is asking also, how do you get the warm oil if you are having the oh, madam? Get oil. Get some breakfast. Pour the oil in a container. You have a microwave in the house. If you don't have microwave, Christ, you have uh, 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 your gas, your cylinder. You can even use the robot. Ah. 
if I say warm, warm. That's why I was asking that. He said, I said, use a warm, a warm, a warm oil. Yes. So if you are doing it in the afternoon, if you are doing it in the afternoon, it should be in the sun. But if yours will be done in the evening, the best thing is to heat it. Heat it. Have, have I answered all questions on the page? Have I done that? I think so. So, God willing, tomorrow, you can go and listen to the audio again. Then know what to do. Tomorrow, I'll come and continue. On what to do tomorrow i'll come and teach how to for those who are yet to who are pregnant who also get pregnant in the future how to bury the placenta god willing tomorrow i'm going to teach tomorrow i'm also going to reveal by the grace of god how to also preserve the umbilical cord. May the God that you and I know and serve preserve our souls and grant us the desires of our hearts according to his will in the name of Jesus Christ. We are meeting 8 o'clock. We are meeting eight o'clock for the evening session. Tonight, I have no idea what God wants us to do. I'm sure by seven o'clock, the old man will speak. And when he speaks, we'll pick it from. Take care, eat well. And stay out of trouble. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye.